Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We are in Matthew chapter 2, reading verses 13 through 23. We're using the Gospel Project as our guide, um, so we're working in Unit 19, Session 5, and Day 2 of our study. And here we see Herod unleashing um, an immense amount of evil that results in children young children dying. He's seeking out Jesus as Messiah, and he's seeking who he is. He cannot find who he is, so he just has this mass extermination of male children, and his um, his violence um, leads uh, Joseph and Mary uh, to flee into Egypt. Now, they were directed both going down by God as well as coming back and uh, they, when they come back, uh, the scriptures record that they could not go um, back to their hometown in Galilee. So they, they go to Nazareth, and it was a fear of a government leader that led them to that particular shift as well. We can't help but read this, and our minds go back to when Israel was in Egypt. So um, here the scriptures say in, in Matthew that these things happened in a particular way to fulfill on multiple points the Old Testament scriptures. And our minds do go back to the Old Testament when, by God's provision, his children went into Egypt and it was there in Egypt that they survived, uh, more than survived, they even thrived. And yet there was a time when the ruler there, the Pharaoh, did not remember who Joseph was, did not remember who God was, the God of Joseph. And in, in, in Exodus chapter 1, this this king over Egypt, this new king who didn't know Joseph, says, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And if a war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us. And so he sets taskmasters over them. This set of circumstances put into motion um, another um, another decree that... Uh, the the children of Israel, the male children, uh, are to be destroyed. They are to be killed. And you had the midwives in Egypt, um, because of their fear of God, because they believed in God, they did not obey the Pharaoh. They did not obey the king. And so out of that, you have a, another family who the midwives um, uh, facilitate a birth and a child is put into a basket uh, made of bulrushes and daubed with bitumen and pitch. And the child's placed in it among the reeds in the riverbank. And the daughter of Pharaoh comes down and sees the child and many of you know the rest of the story. If not, you can read this in the first few chapters um, of Exodus. This, this child grows into the man Moses. And Moses is the one that becomes the leader that leads the children of Israel on an exodus, leads them out into the promised land. And so here we see Jesus having to go down into Egypt and coming out of Egypt in the same way that 
the children of Israel went into Egypt, and now Jesus is leading a spiritual exodus, not just a physical exodus, but a spiritual exodus. And and this helps us um, begin to think about a few things. One is, how ought we to respond when leaders like the Pharaoh give instructions to midwives? Leaders like the Pharaoh give instructions to midwives to, um, to actually to kill and put to death uh, the, the, the children, the male children um, that are, are born. Listen to what the king of Egypt said in, in chapter 1 of Exodus. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shipra and the other Puah, when you when you serve as midwives to the Hebrew women and you see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them. But let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this? And let the male children live. And the midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwives come. So God dealt with the midwives, and the people grew and multiplied very strong. And became. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded all the people, Every son that is born into the Hebrews you shall cast into the Nile but you shall let every daughter live. My question here, and I'm not going to answer it today, is how does this square with Paul's writing in the New Testament um, when it it comes to Romans chapter 13, um, where it begins that chapter, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, Be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you pay taxes, for authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honored to whom honor is owed. How do you square what the midwives did in Exodus chapter 1 and what Paul says in Exodus chapter 13? We'll look into this a little bit more on the Be Still My Soul podcast. Um, I would encourage you to continue to read through um, the, the Gospels with us. Uh, to worship with us on Sunday, to dig deep, um, to drink deeply of the well of the gospel. Until we meet again, may your soul be blessed. The Lord is on my side.